What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there. Sharing plates with just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Welcome back to Rabbit Noise. Joining me on the program now is the one and only Jeff Martin from the Tea Party. Thanks for joining us tonight, man. That's my pleasure. Awesome, dude. Well, it's uh, definitely an honour to have you on the show. So you've just released the long-awaited new Tea Party album, The Ocean at the End, which is uh, just an amazing collection of songs. How does it feel to finally have that that new album out there in the world now? Um, Well, I think uh, each of us in the Tea Party would probably have a different thoughts on it, um, or different thoughts. But for me, it's kind of like everything that I've been doing um, since... Since you know, 2005, since we took our what what the party line is now, uh, we didn't break up. It was a hiatus, mm. right? Um, that uh, everything that I've done, you know, since 2005 has basically culminated to this point, you know, and uh, and now um, and now it's just very clear to me, you know, what's um, what my purpose is, you know, once again, and. Um, and you know, I, I feel so very blessed, um, you know, to be able to, um, you know, be in that band again with those two gentlemen, and for us to, you know, for us to still be, you know, like, uh, well, you know, we're at the top of our game, and um, for us to come up with a, you know, a piece of art um, like the ocean at the end is, uh, it's also another blessing, you know. It's just that, um, you know, because uh, when when we got back together in 2011, there was a lot of things that we had to you know, um, work through mm. and, um, and, but, you know, hopefully, you know, well, we were, we were, we were wiser, you know, probably more mature, things like that. And, uh, and slowly but surely we worked through, um, all of the, uh, what at one time would have seemed insurmountable issues between us, you know, uh, were actually, once we worked through them all, they were quite petty and, um, you know, and the music was, uh, you know, the thing that mattered most. And that's, uh, we just kept our eye on the prize and uh, eventually we got there. It's awesome, man. As a fan, and knowing like a lot of my friends are fans as well, like when it was announced that you guys were uh, getting it all back together, it was it was awesome. But I mean, then again, I mean your solo stuff and the other projects you've worked on as well have been great too. But um, just the combination of you dudes together, it's 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 great to finally have you guys back in there too. Yeah, no, it's 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 magic, man. It's it's absolute magic, you know. I mean, there's there's. Uh... Um, well, for me, anyways, there, there is not a more powerful, um, you know, magical feeling um, that I've ever experienced in my life than being on stage with those two gentlemen, you know, in front of you know thousands and thousands of people. Like the the energy that um, is you know in existence, you know, at a tea party concert um, is it's just really something that um, I've never experienced with any other band before. So you know, it's just yeah, it's something very special. Well, being uh, on the other the other end of that, as a as a fan, like uh, when I saw you guys uh, in Brisbane on the there was the Seven Circles tour at the Convention Centre, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. That was that was a really special gig. It was we all walked away going that just just the feeling that you get from seeing you guys because it's it's yeah you can't really put your finger on it, but you got, the, yeah. got definitely got something magical going on, and it's. It's amazing. So, 
you're playing the Gold Coast too, which is my hometown. So w- what can we expect from uh, the tour? Oh, the Gold Coast, yes. We're playing the Coolangatta Hotel, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the poor, poor Coolangatta Hotel. <laughs> I think we might blow it up, but, uh, you know, that's fine. Um, yeah, well, certainly with a with a show like that, you know, that's probably going to be one of the, the smaller shows that the Tea Party's played in a, you know, in a very long time, because usually it's, you know, the Horton Pavilions and the Palais and all that stuff, right? So uh, um, it's going to be intense. You know, that'll probably be probably the most intense show of the tour because of just the proximity between us, that PA, that the extra PA that we're going to bring in and all that stuff, and the audience, you know? So. And Chippy. And Chippy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My dear Chippy, yes. Yeah. Good old Chippy, yeah. Pushing, he'll, he'll, he'll make it huge. He's always mm-hmm. he always does a good job, old Chip. So Absolutely. It's gonna be as you said, it's gonna be a special show. Being at the Cooley, it's my hometown, and uh, being that it's just gonna be uh, like uh, that venue, it's just gonna be huge. If if anyone misses it, they're gonna be stupid to miss it. So. Um, um, I don't I don't think they will, man, because you know it's your job to make sure everyone knows about it, right? Well, part's part of your job, anyways, you know. Well, that is my uh, job. No, damn yeah. right. I'll be uh, <laughs> getting it out there, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, well, between you guys, uh, when you uh, split and got back together, you know, you kept you kept yourself busy musically with your solo stuff among, you know, other projects, as we were mentioning before. You know, how did you prepare yourself to get back into writing mode for the Tea Party when you met up again? Was it a different well, sort it was, of... Um, it was threefold, man. Like, it was a threefold, uh, yeah, situation where that... The first thing that's when when the when the band got back together, um, we needed to um, we needed to discover for ourselves could we get back on stage, and be that band again, mm-hmm. you know, um, and you know because of course there's trepidation, you know, and there, there will be some self doubts and whatnot. It's been a long time, everything, right? So, but I tell you, even from the first rehearsal, from when we got back together, I mean, of course, we hadn't spoken to each other in seven years, so. Mm. The the personalities in the room, it was a bit icy and all that, right? But I was just, you know, I was just kind of like, okay, you know, guys, let's let's start from the beginning. Let's uh, let's do the river, okay? And we just launched into it, and it was like the band had never left, and actually the band sounded even more dangerous, you know, just because it was so hungry, like to get that out yeah. again, right? Yeah. And so, you know, and subsequently when we uh, when we did the Reformation tour here in Australia in 2012, we proved to ourselves and also to, you know, our fans and critics and whatnot that, you know, this is the Tea Party, so this is this is that band, you know? Um and so that was a, that was a big moment. The second thing would have been that um you know, between the three of us, we had to um like you know, I I mentioned those um what seemed insurmountable differences uh, a long time ago, uh, we had to work through those mm. and find that find that uh, that respect, mutual respect and that brotherly love, you know, that we once had, you know, that made the band so special as well. And uh, and slowly but surely, we found that, you know, and the laughter started to come again, and you know, the, the trust and everything, right? And um, but in order for us to get to um, to get to the recording process of it all and to you know, feel confident about writing again. I had to, I had to prove to myself, and and also to Jeff and Stewart. You know that you know, not going into detail about the past, but it's just oh, that cool, cool. 
I had to prove to myself and to Jeff and Stewart that I could be the captain of the ship again, you know, because it's really the only way for us to, you know, to go into the studio because, you know, I've got to be that producer, you know, and, uh, and, you know, and Jeff and Stewart have to be able to put all their trust into me, you know, in the studio situation, you know, and, um, and so, um, and that was proven as well, you know, I mean, I think the, the, the work ethic that the three of us had um, on recording the ocean at the end, um, I don't think the band has been that focused since the edges of the twilight, you know, and so that's what, uh, you know, and that's part and parcel of it all, you know, I mean, you know, back in the day, you know, there was the whole rock and roll circus in the studio and the parties and all that stuff and everything, and it's just like this time around, we were just like, no. No, I mean we had a great time making the record. That's for sure. But yeah, <clears throat> but but all of the focus was on the music. You know, it wasn't about socializing or anything like that. You know, it was just just the music. You know, so that's awesome to hear, man. Well, do you find that you know when it come, comes to touring now and and you know being a bit older, do you feel you've mellowed out compared to your younger days as a touring musician that you don't go? Oh hard? well. Well, put it this way. Put it this way, buddy. Like, listen, um, um, I, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I can still, I'm a libertine, okay, <laughs> to yeah. a certain extent, right? Yeah. But it's just these days, you know, um, it, it's, um, it's not a daily occurrence. You know, I pick my battles uh, wisely, and um, you know, when I. You know, and rightfully so, you know, like um, I deserve to let myself go sometimes. And when I do, you know, I do it better than most. And uh, but um, but it doesn't affect, you know, what I do or what I do with the band, you know, so. That's good, you know, but I mean, there was probably you've probably got some wild stories, man, <laughs> from from uh, that, that. That, my friend, is an understatement. So. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to write a book one day? No, I will not. <laughs> what stays on tour? Yeah, what goes on yeah, tour less, stays on know, tour. More or less, yeah. yes. Awesome, man. Well, um, you're one of those guys that you know you, you seem to be able to play any instrument you pick up and, or or even look at. Has there been one instrument that you just haven't been able to master? Well, I mean, I haven't I haven't given it a try yet, but uh, but um, the beautiful woman in my life has given me um, um, an incredible gift. It's um, it's an Egyptian harp. It's called a canoon, and I've been wanting one ever since in my you know, I was in my twenties, you know. And I've, I've mm. I heard one on a on a record, and then I saw a picture of it. And it's just like the most exotic looking thing, you know. And uh, and lo and behold, like you know, um, five sorry, well, I don't know, four months ago, three months ago, um, you know, I, I just out of the blue, you know, she she found this instrument for me in Tasmania of all places. Okay? <laughs> In, in a pawn shop in Tasmania, right, yeah. in Launceston, right? And and her and I saw it, like, because I've seen this instrument, I've, I've seen it in, in this particular pawn shop for the last three years that I've been going down to Launceston to play solo shows, right? And every time I'd go into the shop, you know, I'd ask the gentleman, you know, you know, is it for sale? He said, yes. You know, and I said, well, how much? And, and he would, like, he was just a real snippy sort of guy, and he was just like, oh, you can't afford it, right? And I was like, really? You know, but anyways, you know. But uh, but uh, my woman, being uh, the beautiful woman that she is, and um, you know, being very convincing, especially with those eyes, you know, like, so I, I brought her into that shop, and she saw how much I was, you know, just coveting this instrument, and so the next day, you know, when we flew away, like to back to Sydney or whatever, uh, she ended up calling the guy, and just started putting payments down on this thing, right, and then, you know, a few months later, 
she just like I'm like ta da you know? <laughs> I was blown away. So it's one instrument that I have to be able to sit down with it for like, you know, a solid week, you know, and just, just dedicate all of my time towards it. And you know, I don't know when that week is going to come in the next um, year or year and a half, but uh, it will come. And when it does, uh, I'm really looking forward to creating some magic with that instrument. So. That, that's awesome. I haven't actually heard of it before, but I'm I'm keen to check it out. I'll probably uh, yeah. That. It's spelled it's spelled K A N U N Canoon. Awesome man, and that's really cool. She did that too. Yeah, no, she's pretty wonderful. Yeah. What a legend. Yeah, cool. she's a legend. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, well, what's next for the Tea Party after tour? You know, you're obviously going to be busy touring with the album, but uh, is it? What yeah. Well, it's just. Like? I mean, basically, for the Tea Party now is that. Um, the time that we were away was also the time where, you know, I mean, it sounds strange to say, but like the legend and the myth grew, okay, and it spread to spread to a lot of places. And so, for instance, now, you know, with the edge, uh, sorry, with the ocean at the ends, you know, the world is calling, um, literally. And like, so the next two and a half years of my life is going to be touring the world with the Tea Party, off and on, you know, and so. South America, Asia, Europe, you know, Australia, a few times, Canada, you know, some parts of the United States, you know, so it's going to be all over the place. And uh, basically, we're going to go where we're wanted, and it seems to be that uh, we're wanted in a lot of places. So here we go. Awesome, man. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, as I said before, I can't wait to see you guys, you know, play again. And, uh, you know, hopefully you'll you'll be coming back through after that because, you know, oh, I as many so. times I've... as I can. I imagine uh, imagine um, there'll probably be some sort of announcement sooner than later uh, after the tour about the Tea Party and certain festivals, but we'll see. Awesome, man. Well, I'll definitely be keeping my eye out for that. Well, uh, we're going to go to my favorite track from uh, Ocean at the end now, uh, Submission. Uh, thanks so much for hanging with us tonight, Jeff, and uh, we'll right. see you at the Cooley on, the, on the October 21st. Okay, thanks, Nev. Great talk. All right, buddy. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 